A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. going to do this for every AEW show I'm covering at the moment. CM Punk versus Kenny Omega confirmed. Yeah, I wasn't sure who I was doing the show with today. I just knew that Luke had a day off because he worked like a, his little cotton socks off over the weekend. Um, and then I was like, oh, who's it going to be? And I opened YouTube and saw the thumbnail and went, it's Ollie. Mm-hmm. Okay, lovely. Good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we might have accidentally broke labor laws because yeah. <laughs> Luke worked Saturday elsewhere. day, Saturday night and Sunday day. I told him to have a, a little nap. I kept him watered yeah, yeah, in the bed. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, of course, CM Punk versus the Elite. I can feel it. Mm. It's in the air. Mm. It's being teased so much. Mm. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by the, what's your current the name now you are? champion. That's what my name is. Thank you very much. That Truth kind of suggests Lane. someone else has Nobody else. It's an alternate world my, championship. No, 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 no. Well, well, we could draw a little line through that. Mm. And it goes through the H and the A. So laughter is dead. It's a, it's a, it's a hint. Uh, the truth, Dan Layton, you're new, Chamlet champion, after a highly successful cash in at a at a SummerSlam ending that nobody had any particular deep feelings about. Well, you liked it because it it enforced uh, your win. Yeah, basically that was mm. it. That was the reason I was so high on it. Please acknowledge your tribal truth, <laughs> Dan Layton, in the chat. Yeah, technically I won the tribal Pete as well. I am tribal Pete now. Uh-huh. Oh, what that really? So, what, in my head, what's he called now? Just he's barely here. He's just just Chopper Quinnell. 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 They've dropped the Austin yeah. from his name. <laughs> it's now just Quinnell. <laughs> if you haven't already, please press the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment down below with what you thought of this episode of AEW Collision, and send in those no mega chats but for how long will that last well here we go to wrestletalk.com forward slash support read out every single one over five us dollars while we tell you or i fantasy book <laughs> the clues the cl- he's talking to me again right okay, this happened yeah. earlier this year when he told it's me okay. he was coming back yeah <laughs> I, I you know like not everyone else sees it but yeah. i yeah i can see what's can. happening oh yeah 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 because you've sent- got that special line haven't you he sent me emails yeah yeah. It's a bit I'm, irritating. I'm but. pretty sure it's from him. Like, <laughs> I think it would be from something other than the at gmail.com address. You've not 
given him your bank details or anything, have you? Well, he needs it. Oh, he needs it because he needs to be able to fund his storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To 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 figure out to get Ricky Steamboat into referee <laughs> matches because he needs the fun. He doesn't come yeah. cheap, Ricky Steamboat. No, that's. I mean, he's, he's one of the most honourable men in the history mm. of wrestling. I for sure thought that meant he was going to turn heel. Yeah, well, they were really laying it on thick, weren't they? They were really giving it some. He gave a little hug to Jr. Jr. was back. Mm-hmm. That was nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, a, not to bury the lead? <laughs> what a lovely episode of television this was, which opened with FTR versus Big Bill and mm-hmm. Brian Cage. Don't worry, we will get into the CMFTR stuff, yeah. but this is kind of the first, the first, the first clue that Punk gave me. Uh, blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. Everyone's going well. What a great way to bring Adam Cole and MJF together. Mm. Look at that brochacho bromance of the summer we mm. had coming out of that. Big Bill and Brian Cage are freaking awesome. It's a big old hoss tag team, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's just two big guys doing some big guy tag team stuff. And like the tag team division is a wonderful one, but the, the, it's kind of moved away from that. So it's nice to have like the Steiner Brothers, APA Road Warrior energy mm. of those two together. I like them as a pair. I just, I'm so impressed with Big Bill. Yeah. All the time. I just like, you are not uh, Cass. You're not Big no. Ass. Yeah. You are a different person. Not even Kaz XL. It's, it's like when, oh God, that was such a. That's still I his Twitter name. That. So like he'll come out and it'll say Big Bill. Mm. And then underneath his handle is just at the Kaz XL. <laughs> it's like, I don't look at Matt Cardona. Right. now and see Zack Ryder. Yeah. They are like two distinctly people, which I respect so much to make your name in WWE, mm. then reinvent yourself outside of it uh, and arguably be more innovative and successful. Well, yeah, I mean, he was always innovative, wasn't he? But then, as you say, to do that from outside of... With Cardona. Any, yeah, 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 yeah. Any major company, because he's not part of AW either. So to still be part of the conversation is, a, is a, how impressive you are. But yeah, really like Big Bill. He's really got like something in terms of his monster heel trash talking mm. charisma. Uh, but really, really good match. Yeah. FTR, yeah. they put a shift in as always. It was from at uh, least Cash's hometown, I think, Greenville, South they called it FTR County. Carolina. His mum mm. was in the front row. Uh, so, of course, they won. This isn't WWE where they're going to get beaten. And afterwards, Dax cut a promo where he said, we have been doing everything with the best tag team. We've we've had that amazing trilogy with the Briscoes, mm. one belts everywhere across the world. There is only one thing missing from our careers, which will declare us unequivocally the greatest tag team in wrestling history. Young Bucks, all in. Mm. Mm. Do you remember when we were all being like, oh, book something for all in? Like, why haven't they booked anything for all in? They went, okay. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> like, okay. You want women's division stuff? I guess she just got the title now. You happy? <laughs> you think it's that kind of mentality? No. Um, I think it's more like, well, why not? We've signed you both to contracts now. Because I think there was a little bit of time mm. weren't where, like, I mean, Dax, especially on the podcast, was being like, who knows where we're going to go? Like, what's our future going to be? And then they doubled down on them being in AW. They've just re-signed the books. And now it's like, okay, biggest show it's what what do we do what's our biggest option and i i think this is this mm. is it for them i think it's very tasty we've had what, what what's the what's the score on the doors is it one all it's one all it's one all uh, yeah this will be the rubber match this was the match that arguably should have happened last year mm. when the bucks had the AEW championships 
and FTR had every other conceivable right. championships. And you're like, well, that's 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 the feud. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna. Go, I mean, I love Swerve and our Glory, but you're gonna do that and the acclaimed. Okay. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Missed trick. Mm -hmm. Missed trick. But I mean, the matches we did get two five star. I think they're both oh, rated yeah, yeah. at nine nine point oh nine and nine point oh three on Cage Match was the research I was doing this morning. Um, so very very well received. Mm -hmm. So for the biggest, I, I think for the biggest show in wrestling history, in front of a rabid crowd of Londoners, yeah, yeah, give them this. The two best teams in wrestling, the tag teams in wrestling, I think. I don't think that's too bold to say. Oh, I would, yeah, like the only other ones are the Usos, and pff, they're not around anymore. They're not even a thing. Yeah, broken. We the, we the twos we, down since day one ish, but no longer <laughs> day one ish to day one ish like to to yeah. The, the, the teacher's going to say day one ish <laughs> like to twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's very exciting, and mm. like you said, this wouldn't maybe this didn't get announced beforehand because the elite hadn't all secured their long term future. Mm. Uh, the the was. Well documented backstage tension between them, even before Absolutely. Brawl Out, and like there was also a dis in all the, in all the reports of these resignings, there has been stuff about it's not just financial terms have been met. Mm. There's creative elements to it as well. I think they so, which would lead me to believe they've been sat around the table, they've been heard, and they found some form of compromise. Um, and ultimately, at the end of the day, business is business, and you want to put on a good card with the best matches possible that's one of them that should be on there mm -hmm. you know it's a we'll talk about this a little bit later on Wembley Stadium is such an interesting uh, example of that point because before a match had even been announced it was already at like 75,000 yeah, yeah. tickets so putting on a the biggest card to try and get seats like sold is not in their priorities mm. um so I can understand maybe a little bit of reticence to like book anything specifically but I'm going and I want the best matches. And so far, uh, I've got confirmed MJF Cole and not confirmed yet, but probably confirmed because they wouldn't do this and then not give it to us. That would be the ultimate heel move, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy. So you want the matches, of course. Yeah. But what about the story? Go on. So one thing with FTR and the Bucks, always have great matches. But when you look back, there's actually not much storyline right. build going yeah. into them, which I always think is a shame. I'm as much of a fan of the build as yeah. the actual match sometimes. I mean, it's narrative, isn't it? It's yeah. A, that's why we watch wrestling. Uh, that's, why, that's wrestling over sport. In sports, even, you're always looking for a narrative. And wrestling has that unique ability to do the narrative side as well as better than the sports side. FTR and Bucks was a match probably seven years in the making before it first happened mm. you know it was being called out for ages that's why they're called ftr FTR, yeah f the revival and the the way i think it was their first match aw booked it by the bucks winning a battle royal mm -hmm. and then you had four weeks of uh well not much and then boom there's the match yeah i was like oh Wait, but you've had all this time to book a better story. Mm. And you're the Bucks who tend to love long-term storytelling. So I found that confusing. I don't know if we're going to get the same here. We're three weeks out now. Uh, technically, they're both on different shows. Yeah. FTR are colliders and mm -hmm. 
the Young Bucks are dynamiters. Dynamos. But when they re-signed on Wednesday, when they made that announcement, the re-signing actually reportedly took place mm-hmm. a couple of weeks beforehand, Kenny Omega said, you'll see us on Dynamite. We can't wait for another four years or mm-hmm. so of Dynamite, Rampage, Ring of Honor, even Collision. And he knew what he was doing by saying Yeah. That. Yeah, he absolutely did. I mean, you, you can say whatever you want. It doesn't have to come true. But like that one feels like a very pointed thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they know they know what they're doing. They they know how online we all are. <laughs> they know that we're going to say some stuff and we're going to read into that. We read into when CM Punk looks down lens. Right. Well, he's, he's, it's because he's talking directly no, to me. Your emails. When he's looking down lens, he's talking to all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there are many of us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's got that hotline directly to you. But like it's it's. It's something they're not saying it by accident, are they? So it's the, when we get into the punk stuff later on in the show, this is where I can start to get a little bit like, oh, how, how is this going to go down? Is there are so many balls in the air, mm. so many different things. And to your point of long term storytelling, and then we just got a match. Not only are is any CMFCR elite stuff money the biggest stuff in wrestling, I would argue, the most tantalizing thing in wrestling. It, you don't you don't want to see it go up in flames and you don't want to see it just happen. Mm. These things only come around once in a while. That's why so many people were mad about Cody losing at WrestleMania because the stars aligned. Mm. And it's like, they're so rare in this uh, industry and in this lifetime, really, that the stars aligned for a perfect narrative story. And they did then and you didn't take it. The same thing happened with the invasion, mm-hmm. I suppose. It's mm-hmm. like, we only get one shot at the invasion and... To many people, you fumbled it. So I don't want that to happen here as well. So I hope that they do give it the proper build that it deserves. It's a difficult build. Like, obviously, we're talking about FTR Bucks. That one feels like a chess piece in the build. Yeah, and and the larger build is if CM Punk is going to work with the Elite using FTR as part of his faction. Mm. Uh, Maybe how that ties in with MJF, because MJF has the championship. Punk's got the Real World's championship. MJF, Adam Cole... Bullet Club, Elite. There's a link there. And yeah, within four weeks' time, I think we're exactly a year out from Mm. All Out. Oh, God. So in terms of stars aligning, Mm. if there's a time to do it, and and Tony loves a date. He does, yeah. But the uh, just before you say your bit, none of that story has been told on screen. This This is a very crucial part, and it's actually not even... There's other things not even related to the... Uh, elite stuff mm. that happens on this show that hasn't been sold on screen, which yeah. I think is a part of Tony's uh, the way he approaches the show. I don't like that person. Neither do I. Should, yeah, put more. What on is screen. your ideal end point? Like, where are we going to? Like, what's mm. what's the final? Because that's where I look at the build and I think about to give you time to think about the answer to that question. When we look at like books, FDR at all in, I see that as a road stop on the journey towards mm. what I feel like is the ultimate climax of this. If you if you have them all on the same page, uh, in a business sense at the very least, and you're going to do it, which is Punk Omega Championship. Mm-hmm. To get there, you need to get through a lot of things. So you need the time to do that and do it well. So then I was looking at the list of places and I'm like, do you try and do Double or Nothing 2024 in a stadium? Mm-hmm. Um Maybe I've jumped ahead of the game a little bit there. But that's where I'm thinking in terms of trying to bring all this into a satisfying narrative. Yeah, weirdly, well, because the, the other part of this is later on, uh, just in a match graphic, 
at the end of the House of Black match. It's like, oh, and Rick Abani sounded just as surprised yeah. as we were. The match graphic read next week for the trio's titles. It's House of Black versus CM Punk and FTR. Now, I don't think they're going to change the titles. But if they do, you then have the trio's titles, the tag team titles, and the real world title mm. on CMFTR. Yeah. And you have the Bucks obviously wanting the tag belts. Mm-hmm. You have some combination with Hangman Page and Omega yeah. wanting the trios. I mean, you've got, you've suddenly not just got all those matches, which mm. you can spin off anyway Punk versus Omega, Punk versus Hangman Page. Mm. You can have belts for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a. Then, then I get into I don't like I a I don't like there being too many belts. But B, I don't. But the bloodline it's worked well for the bloodline. Too many belts in the oh company. in general yeah see, not yeah. even necessarily on the same but on the same brand fine mm-hmm. on the same team fine but like I I would want I don't I don't like the real world championship as a as I like it as a as a story device I don't like it as a sanctioned thing yeah I, it felt weird when the graphic came up for it. It's like AEW now recognizes this as yet another belt. It has a. It should be a character. They made a a point of saying it has the real world championship in uh, in those Mm. funny years. What are they called? Quotation marks. Inverted commas. Um, Those. But then they've made a graphic for it with the X Mm. on it as well. And I'm like, so which is it? That kind of thing gets on my nerves. Like the FTW belt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, which is almost slightly different because it represents. It's not a world championship, Mm. really in the same way that this one is, which has your AW branding with a cross through it. I'm like, that's where it's a bit confusing. So for me, I want them to resolve that bit so that the world championship can be involved in this picture, yeah. in this storyline. Um, Cause I think it, I think it's that level of importance. I think you don't, again, it's that weird blend, the weird thing about wrestling where you have all the, the blurred lines of reality and fiction. You have the stuff in universe that we see on screen, but we also know all the stuff that's going on behind mm. the scenes and it all comes together in one mesh. It's like when Becky got into the Royal Rumble, we know the history of Becky Lynch. And so in that moment, it's all built to her finally getting a spot to mm-hmm. win the Royal Rumble. Like, it's not just the storyline stuff, it's everything. It's us insisting that she'd be a good guy. The same thing is true here. Um, so it's 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 a tricky one. I uh, I used to live off of shoot work shoot stuff mm. because the on-screen wwe product was so bad yeah <laughs> so you just <laughs> yes, had to make yeah. your own fun but in the last three to four years mm. i don't care about shoot stuff right. anymore and actually undoubtedly when omega and punk eventually share a ring if they do that's going to be electric yeah like the whole crowd be like oh my god that's amazing we all have that context but really the thing i'm looking forward to as this ultimate end is punk versus mjf right because that's the best told character-based story Mm. i've i've ever seen in wrestling right and it's currently open Mm. you've got both of them have world titles Mm -hmm. uh punk beat max the last time they wrestled Mm -hmm. that's the story for that's what i want to see this all get to Mm. uh that's the conclusion of this season of AEW for me yeah um but yeah, I, th- I think Punk should beat Max first, and then Max Uber Babyface. That's the way round you want Punk. to go. Yeah, I did because that's um, that's the way you probably should do it to mm-hmm. get multiple matches out of it, mm-hmm. and then for Max to make the chase. Mm-hmm. Would you like that to happen before or after any Punk Omega business? I don't know. I don't know. Because mm. this is my question. I'm going. To, where are we leading to? Yeah. What is what is the journey here? Because are we looking at? 
Like, are we looking at CM? When when the graphic came up to show CMFTR versus House of Black, I was like, is Tony drunk or just really excited? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but like, cool. I'm looking forward mm. to it very much. But like, we put the belts on them. That feels like yes, we are going CM Punk versus CMFTR versus Elite. Like, surely because they're a trio and what do you do? I don't yeah. know. It's like, but so are we doing that at all out? Like, it's so interesting to have all out so close. Yeah because you can't do a build within the space of a week. And um, that is the year yes. point yeah. from me. But yeah, Punk. Do you, do you use that as, actually, do you use All Out as the propeller to begin this thing, if you do want to be that level of like, or, I mean, there's something that we, and I and I hate to be the person to say this to you, what if they just don't <laughs> go anywhere near it? Like, what if they don't? Honestly, I, you know, obviously I make a lot of stuff about this, because yeah. I do find it interesting. Mm. But if they don't, I don't massively care. Mm. Uh, MJF Punk. That's what I want more than anything. Me too. Um, but yet, the, the all-in announcement of... I haven't announced it, but it was pretty much made. of Samoa Joe versus Punk. Mm -hmm. That's thrown me off a bit. Yeah. Because that's a weird stepping stone mm. within all of these bits. This is what I mean by all of the balls being in mm. the air. Like, to, to do my little rundown of it, we've got... I wrote, I wrote a little thingy. So, like, the FTR on books is a tasty proposition. It makes sense. FTR on a roll. They've finished their program with the Bullet Club. They've completed their obligation to face the winners of the Blind Eliminator mm -hmm. tournament. And now they're just able to do what they want. And they're like, here, here we are. We've re-signed with the company. We've won these tag titles. We've had match of the year candidate after match of the year candidate. We're, we're in a good place, but we want to make a statement. We've got unfinished business, and we want to finish it on the biggest show in history with the young books mm -hmm. challenge like that makes sense to me that's all good joe and punk joe's got the roh tv title he's held it for like something like nearly 500 days he's defending it roughly once a month has a nice time shows up on awtv mm. he had a match with punk a couple of weeks ago in the owen which ended clean um and now is challenging punk Meanwhile, Punk has got Ricky Starks, and this is a continuing storyline, yeah. which had a continuing development and something that I thought was really good at the end of this particular episode of Collision. So he's got that storyline. He's also got the MJF stuff, which hasn't been specifically addressed. He has mentioned it. Mm -hmm. MJF has said nothing, like not even a reference to it on Dynamite. Um, and then this Joe stuff as well. And then the Shadow of punk versus the elite mm. everywhere so he's got so many things that's what i'm talking about all of the balls being in the air which one are you i think there needs to be some form of focus yeah um or at the very least to say this this is simmering while this is our focus which is have max say something i think really you solved that one mm. by having max acknowledge it having them say when the ref held up the real world championship that is another example of this being a legitimate belt don't have the ref do that. Mm. Don't have Punk's belt be legitimate in any way, shape, or form. We stripped him of yeah. this title. He yeah, was not the point. champion. It makes you look like a div. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. That was a sort of uh, disciplinary measure. Yeah. And the, and I, I said it in, on the show last week, the, the uh, elite hmm. had to win their belts back. And they did it in a very honorable way. You could have that be a very cool heel thing to be like, I was stripped of this. It was not my fault that I was stripped of this, so I'm keeping it. Have them reference that he's got it, but of course that's not the world championship. Mm. He's not the world. He was stripped of it by the company. That 
allows it to simmer nicely while you do this program with Ricky, while you do a little bit with, with Joe to come back to a little bit later. But at the moment, it all exists in one yeah. mesh. And I don't really know how to how to focus that in so that we can get what we're after, which is the elite stuff. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let's see what you'll think on the no mega chats. Mr. Higglesby yeah. says, so people talked about the X on the belt being just an X or a shot at the elite, but people forget. Jeff Jarrett is in the company, <laughs> so clearly it's the X division belt of you all, and congrats to Dan for winning the much the belt much deserved. I agree. Of course it's the X division. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Boy, I like Cole versus MJF, but it doesn't feel all in main event level. I feel like they should have done the MJF punk match. They could have been... They could have made Owen, Hart, Owen Cup their version of the G1's crown a contender for All-In, have Punk defend his belt every match, then unify them. I like Cole MJF. I think they've done mm. some brilliant, brilliant work. And I actually find the idea of you deserve the match yeah. that was laid down on Dynamite. It was lovely. It was a great moment. And it really made it feel special and important. And the thing about Wembley, the, the thing about Wembley Stadium, not Arena Stadium, the thing about All-In, as the name of the show is they're betting on themselves. Mm. The, the, the original all in was that whole idea of like, mm. Oh, you don't think this can happen. We'll make it happen. 
and they haven't done it since. Oh yeah. Right. So for them to go, we're gonna do Wembley Stadium. There you go. And and you think we can't do it? I bet we can. And they've shown that they absolutely can. They're really going all in on themselves. So to have the main event of that be Adam Cole, who does have WWE history, but was never, I don't think of him as a WWE guy. I think mm. of him as an NXT guy, but also crucially an ROH guy, yeah. right? And MJF, homegrown world champion talent to be that main event of that big show. That's a big statement. Mm -hmm. I think they deserve it. I think they've worked really hard. And I think the story they've told has been really emotionally satisfying. Put it at the top of the card. I think I think good for them. I agree um, that MJF Punk for me is that that's I'm the same as you. That's mm. the story I want because I think that's compelling. Now that you've shown us you can do an all-in at Wembley Stadium, the question on some of the more negative Nancys on the internet is: Well, could you do that in America, mm. where your attendances have been lower? So in that case, you save your big money matches, your Punk MJF, your Punk Omegas for double or nothing 2024 mm -hmm. where you instead of doing it in uh the mgm grand or wherever they've been doing it you do it at the Allegiant stadium still in vegas still a whole thing but we can sell out a stadium in the u.s if you i firmly believe if you book it they will come they have money matches that they could build to i think it would make more of a statement to save something like that to do it on home turf and you could literally double or nothing so say eighty thousand tickets for mm -hmm. wembley yeah. 160,000. Can they fill that many people in the Allegiant? I don't know. I, I think that's way Some above the any park capacity. Well. <laughs> well, with that attitude, <laughs> if you just find a field somewhere Everyone in Montana. Everyone on each other's laps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Hello, Ollie. Hello, other Dan. All in his clothes and M. Soon I will be making yet another trip to the most beautiful, most efficient, and most fun city in the world, mm. London. Mm. Collision keeps the hype for that show quite well. All I need is a Dustin Rhodes match. I agree, it is the best city we're, in the world, we're and I also for you, would Dan. like a Dustin Rhodes match. I like Dustin Rhodes too. Well, hopefully we'll see Dan when he comes over. Yeah. Uh, Justin Reed, Memberg for five months. CMFTR versus Elite could have the trios or tag titles, but MJF needs to beat Punk or his reign becomes another interim reign that doesn't matter. It is tricky mm. because, as we've said a couple of times, he's by virtue of the spot on the card because of the the nature of Blood and Guts and the nature of Anarchy in the Arena, he has been up a mid card with that belt for the past few pay per views. Ooh. I don't think he's that. The Brian Danielson match. I, I'm talking about yeah, the past couple revolution. Ones. Yeah, that one. I agree, mm -hmm. I, and I, I think that was. I mean, it was unreal. Like, and that's that showed me that MJF is the big the big guy and the the. The brass band, like all of it, everything he did was so great. I think positionally on the card, mm. he has been posted less than the elite and the BCC. And I think that's a shame for him and a mm. bit of a disservice because I think the work he's done is main event. Um, so it's another thing where it's like, I think if you put him back at the top of the card, as they have done with All In, as they have done with the Adam Cole storyline, I think that's what's going to stop it from feeling interim. Yeah. Give him that feud with CM Punk. He's got, the, no pun intended, the truth on his side. That's what makes him not feel interim. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Laxim Narasimhanbi, Memberg for 22 months. One of my favorite res uh, recent wrestling comments online, Christian Cage, did you win this belt? That's to <laughs> Cage's own daughter. I love that. And Christian said, did you? Yeah, That's so great. good. Uh, and this was missed from the SummerSlam review. Eric Metzloff says... 
Also, as the comment section resident, Tegan Knox Stan. My heart is broken that she's nowhere near either of these titles. All I want is for her to have her moment in the sun. Thanks for the awesome review. You too. We um, will talk about um, the women's division on this show, which I think did some some good but also there was some nonsense as well. What more do you um, want? She'd have got the title. Jeez. In the main event. It was no a main event. It was fitting. That was like five days ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We don't have to do any more until October. Um, I'm also a Tegan Knox fan and that's homegrown. I would like to see, uh, but it's, it's that it's creating the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some people, unfortunately, who are there to, to fill up the roster and pad out. Someone's got to be on main event. Yeah. Please keep sending in your no mega chats, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over five US dollars before the end of the show. Uh, or in the case of that SummerSlam chat that was missed in two days time. <laughs> While we crack on with the play by play of Collision, of course, we've already covered the opening tag, which was great. We have, but I missed a joke I wrote. And mm. I'd like to give it to you. Please do. First of all, I want to put over that we talked about have the big host tag team, Big Bill's Chokeslam from on from, on cash on dax great then there was the moment where cage has dax on his shoulders catches cash that stuff was great mm-hmm. again that's that's um <clears throat> i said it was a big saturday for mums in wrestling we had michelle on SummerSlam, and here we had mama cash oh because and uh, from the mums mama, and the papas mama yeah. cash uh, much funnier was the Bang Bang Gang. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> they're my favorite faction. Do you really love it? I love them so much. Okay, it's weird to see Juice, who is just pure cocaine, mm. the Ass Boys, who were <laughs> pure ass, yeah, and Jay White, the coolest mofo, just in the middle. Yeah, it's very much. And he's so calm and collected. Pure cocaine, pure ass. It's very much the Wolf of Wall Street energy, yeah. isn't it? Um, I don't love them. I love them in the ring, but when they're not in the ring, they're making more noise, mm. and that is a bit of a sensory overload for me. So I'm like, oh, thank God, Jay's here. It's and, a little bit of calm. Cut out, Jay. That I do find that funny, and I did like that someone took it out, and then it turned out it was actual Jay. That mm. was very entertaining. Yeah, because this was backstage with Tony Schiavone. Yes. Um, and yeah, originally it's just the Jay cardboard cutout from last week when Jay wasn't around. He's talking to the cardboard cutout with Juice, mm. and then Jay runs it. I think he punches his own he cardboard clothesline, his own yeah. Which I felt sympathy for the cardboard cutout. <laughs> well, they had a bit, it was a big feature last week, and Juice was like, "No, yeah." And then at the end of this little bit, you've got the Ass Boys in there too. They all do the finger points at Tony Schiavone. He joined in, and you can see this cardboard. <laughs> I didn't see that. Did it happen? That's so funny. There was a cardboard oh, okay. finger gun. Look, they're really annoying, but that's quite funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Mercedes Martinez took on Chris Statlander, TBS title stuff. Was it for the title? It was for the title. Oh, I didn't care. <laughs> and Chris was worked over for the whole match, I think. Yes. Uh, went through a commercial break. So it was, I, I mean, I watched all of it, but I imagine only about three, four minutes were on screen. Uh, and then Chris just... One at the end with a bridging suplex pin, but yeah. she never she never really fully did the bridge herself. Mercedes did get her shoulders up. Oh yeah, well. so yeah, because she was, was actual part of the match, but mm. she did. So, <laughs> and then yeah, so uh, 
Chris Statlander wins. Mm. Kind of another unimpressive title defense. Yeah, I um, this was the best women's match on Collision so far, which I know is saying precisely nothing. But I do think it is important to give credit well, while also calling out other stuff. I'm like, okay, you, you made it a title match. You gave it stakes. You gave them... They, they did some good work. Mercedes did... I mean, them doing the work is not the question. It's not the problem. We know they can do the good work. That, that Upwards top of five rope German, German suplex was... Mm. Did you see... Was she nearly like pulled her up? It was so great. Um, but yeah, and they were they were doing some countering. They were, they were adapting to each other's counters. I liked the work. Timing-wise, again, picture-in-picture, which doesn't doesn't it doesn't help count. anybody doesn't count at all um yeah that that's a bit of a shame and then we had a beat down and a run-in mm. for the second week in a row um and that got on my nerves a little bit because do you know who did the run-in diamante tell me about diamante oh right okay well did diamante tell me all about diamante when, uh, when was she last on telly when was she last on a dynamite? I want to say, and you can you get on cage match just to see if I can no, get I can this. Tell you exactly when it was. Oh right, have oh, you wait, already done wait. it? I've done. I have. I can't tell you the exact date, but I will if you want me to. So we're talking an actual TV. Uh, she hasn't been on Collision, so dynamite. Uh, maybe she was on a Rampage. Are we counting Rampage? Nope. I'm gonna say she was last on an episode of Dynamite. In front of fans, and I'm going to say, no, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to say November 2021. So she was, uh, she lost to Jade on Rampage uh, in September 2022. She was last on an episode of Dynamite in 2020. Oh, yeah. I was a year out. You were a year out. <laughs> She has wrestled very recently. She wrestled on ROH to take on mm. Athena for the world championship. And she was told by Athena she lost. And Athena was like, you need to step your game up. Go and find that thing in you that's missing. Mm. And this, I assume, is a follow-on from that. But as we talked about earlier on with Tony Khan, we don't all yeah. watch every show ever. And we're not all online mm. with everything ever. That's a, that's a mistake, as far as I'm concerned. To, to just have this person come out, didn't really get any info about this person and if you haven't watched it in a long time who, who are you to know why this should matter um and then willow comes and makes a save which is wonderful because i love willow and willow gets to be on telly but um do you remember when we did the double or nothing review and statlander won the belt off jade mm. and i was really annoyed about it because liked it. you liked it i was annoyed about it specifically because um jade had this massively long run and then lost the belt and why couldn't that have been a match on Collision? You had the Collision debut coming up. Why couldn't that have been something? Why couldn't it have been given effort? Why couldn't it have been given a spotlight, a showcase mm. in some way? What they've done with the TBS title since taking it off Jade means that that is a piece of tin that nobody cares about. And that's that's what's annoying. So thank you for giving us a match with stakes. Thank you for trying to put more people on TV, give people more angles. Going to need some more now. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a good point. We haven't spoken about that since double or nothing mm -hmm. uh that was um, a undefeated streak that went for a long old time uh, and, and you uh, haven't spoken about it since i stand by the moment happening but that was sort of predicated on what's the follow-up going to be yeah completely uh make a star out of chris statlander mm -hmm. this tire valkyrie thing what's going to happen yeah, there yeah 
And then, of course, Tyre was just fed to Britt Baker for no reason recently. And mm-hmm. Chris hasn't really done much with the TBS yeah. title. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy Tony Storm's performance backstage. Full on Norma Desmond, yeah. Lila Monster. Yeah. She was talking to Shivani, just says she feels naked without the belt. Because, mm. of course, she lost it on Wednesday against Sheeta. Really good performance. Yeah. Yeah, really great. Yeah. And I, I liked, um, first of all, I liked the whole thing of like, why is she there? Why has she got rollers on and why is she mm. in a robe? What what purpose were you? Why were you at work that day? What were you doing? But fine. But I liked, if this is them moving away from the outcasts, because... Yeah, they weren't there with they her. They weren't there. There was no outcast Tony Storm. She mm. didn't have the green anywhere. She just looked a bit disheveled. If this is giving her something else, if it's turning her into that sort of like Hollywood star mm. complaining about stuff, I'm kind of for that because it's not the outcast fault with Hater getting injured. That storyline kind of has gone a little bit nowhere. A um, little bit of flavor and a great mm. performance. So I really liked it. Samoa Joe came out next. The Pentacle's already in the ring. So. <laughs> or Goober? Not, not looking good for him. Nope. <laughs> uh, but I was, even then, I was shocked at how yeah. not good it was for him. Joe, uh, did he even. He hit one move, yeah. but then very quickly put him in the Kikina clutch, yeah. and it was a straight tap. The whole show we'd been promoted, Samoa Joe in action. And I would argue he was in no action. <laughs> uh, Rick Abani, who I really, I, I'm really enjoying. Yeah. I hate that I'm saying that. Not anything to do, you know, I think Rick Abani's great. Because you want Kevin Kelly back. I want Kevin Kelly. I don't want to be in a position where I now, to I'm going to miss Rick Abani. Yeah. Because you can't have Kevin Kelly and Rick Abani. No, and because they sound very similar. Yeah, they're both play-by-plays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe won what was apparently the quickest match in Collision history so far. <laughs> and then that's when Joe grabs the mic. Yeah. Never says CM Punk by name, but talks about, you know, does everything we else. all know best of the best in the world yeah. yada 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 and he says he wants to fight punk at all in and then he says i'm coming for your punk so he says mm. it right at the end yeah. that's when he saves it yeah like i said earlier on i do see the argument of like we got punk on free tv and it ended clean to be honest never bloody mind i don't <coughs> care i want to watch the match well the thing that i feel is a missed opportunity there mm. is i was one of the people who wanted punk to lose you tell the ring rust story. In the Owen Hart. Yeah. yeah. Tell the ring rust story. And also, he's never beaten Joe. Ah. Yeah. So in those first matches, yeah, sure, they were 20 years ago, but I think it was Joe won either once or twice, and there was one 60-minute draw. Mm-hmm. So if Joe wins this time, mm. it's like, oh, I've got your number. It doesn't mm. matter what decade we're in. Yeah. And then Punk gets the winner all in. That's that's good. That does work. I think I could twist it and sort of say, like, he's cross because, I mean, what he said was a it's justification, but it was quite strong. You only just got me, and I want this. Mm. It's not it doesn't count. No, no, it does count, but like it's yeah. like, it's we all, it was a roll up. Let's wrestle. Let's go. I can just batter you, um, and I'll do it in front of eighty thousand people. Work. Uh, Andrade got a little vignette of the ladder match from last week. Acclaimed had a sit down interview with Tony Schiavone pre recorded. Mm. And they're talking about Billy Gunn. Mm. They've got his boots. And they said, yeah, looks like he's actually retired. He's not really spoken to us since. Mm. Um, and he just explained himself saying, I've made you lose twice in trios matches mm. against the House of Black. I'm holding you back. So he's removed himself so the acclaimed can get back to their winning right. ways. Mm. And they'll be in action in a tag match next week. Mm. They said they're going to take his boots everywhere mm-hmm. with them, which... Uh, 
I've traveled hand luggage spaces at a premium. I feel like that's a, they get, well, they can have one yeah. each. They can have one each. Oh yeah. Yeah. Split it. Um, but and you can put stuff inside yeah. the boots. Oh, I suppose so. You could like, you wrap your gear and then, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, they also said right at the very end of it. Um, and it's very hard for me to take you seriously when you, when your voice breaks and you get choked up while you say the sentence, scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. Like, scissor me. That was very funny. I, I like that. But I mean, do you think this is a real full on retirement at this stage? It feels like an angle to me. That's it. I think, I, I think I feel... it would be a really good retirement to use it as an angle. To, that's a very Billy Gunn mm. thing to put someone over on the way out, to put the acclaimed over um, and to put House of Black over as well. But it's not it's starting to feel like an angle. Well, especially because Malachi whispers in Billy Gunn's ear mm. at the end of that match. It was it was it was almost like he he cast a spell on him. Right. So I feel like maybe Billy Gunn does come down after two, three weeks of the acclaimed having matches with the mm. boots. They're like, oh, he's back, he's back. Scissor me, Daddy Ass. Boom. <gasps> Daddy Ass turns on them. Oh. And he's like some, I don't know, not full house of black, but Malachi has in some way corrupted him. Mm. I was gonna, I don't love I that idea. Gonna give him another name and then I realized it would just put me I'd be in a lot of trouble, so oh, I won't. Was it going to be ass? It was going to be ass related, but also House of Black related. Maybe, maybe it becomes a House of Ass. The House of Ass, <laughs> Ass House. What music you listening to? Oh, some of that sweet Ass House music. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, speaking of, we got the House of Black versus uh, Assorted Jobbers. Action Andretti, <laughs> Darius Munn, and Lee Johnson next. They were very good, though. They're very oh, flippy yeah, they've been boys. Oh yeah, And they're. Great idea for the stipulation. They get to choose a stipulation mm. as his open house concept, which was never really... No one's, they do it when they want it. No one's grasped the full potential yeah. of getting to choose your own rule in a match. Yeah. Hey, how about all of the House of Black have to be blindfolded? Right. Everyone's like... Uh, oh, we Hart's banned from ringside. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about that until we're in the ring. Um, Julia Hart's banned? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that... The least threatening person standing across would the we, ring from us. Would we call her the difference maker? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> um, she got a lovely hat on though. Uh, someone tweeted last week that um, that the uh, that Julia Hart's hat was the most interesting piece of headgear in the uh, Andrade House of Black feud, which mm. I completely agree. The mask is great, but yeah. that hat, oh boy. Um, I like open house rules as a thing. It's a good idea. It's a great concept because it's that idea of like house of black are at once um arrogant and vulnerable mm. they say like you can do whatever you go on you pick a stipulation as well it's fine but also that then puts them in a position where they don't know they've got to overcome it somehow so it's kind of a really a nice idea a mix of both worlds but you're right it really hasn't been used to its full potential um also this was the second title match of the night where Nobody in their right minds is thinking that this is going <coughs> to see a title change. But gosh, it was fun. There was a bit near the end where I did pop did for a near fall. Yeah. Not for like, oh, that was a title change, mm. but oh my God, that was close. That's a sign of a good match, I <sighs> yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's uh, also, uh, I'm in my knee strike era, I think, because I, <laughs> I, was, I was, every single one of them, I was like, oh yeah, go on, yeah. go on. Yeah. The, uh, the, the near fall in particular was, um, it was a three-headed beast attack mm. which is great and then um it was like Brody king made the pin but Andra andretti sorry broke that up with a 450 splash onto him um he sort of like had a comeback but then Brody king cut him off and then yeah we get the announcement that it's house of black versus cmftr next week 
out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, just in the middle. And earlier on, um, Ian had said that Andretti, during the commercial break, was desperately trying to get a tag. And I watched that particular commercial <laughs> break. Let me tell you, he did not try and get a tag even one time. So I was being gaslit. So when this graphic came up, I'm like, Ian I still don't know if I believe you, Ian. Mm. I still don't know if this is true. Do you think... Ian's only talking to you sometimes so, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. screw with you. Yeah, you get emails from CM Punk, I yeah. get them from Ian Riccoboni. Hey, guess what's on next week's show? <laughs> it's Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, is it Ian? Huh? <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs backstage said he doesn't need QT Marshall's help. Uh, took QT's present of a gold chain, mm-hmm. just took it away with him. These, this, We were talking about this on the way down. The show is is very sort of throwback and simple and mm-hmm. does its job. And I think, I think it's fresh and effective for that. This is very like... Um, Saturday Night Main Event. I yeah, I I love Collision as Mm. a viewing experience. It's quite difficult to talk about in a podcast breakdown. There's not a lot of story developments, but like, yeah, it's good. Christian had a promo backstage, not just with Luchasaurus, not just with his TNT title, Mm. but also that girl from the Jungle Boy spot on Dynamite. Yeah, which was a brilliant little spot. I enjoyed very much because it's Christian's daughter. Do we think it's his actual child? Apparently so. Great. Even so is, is Jack Perry actually coming back into the fold? Right. Oh. Well, he's heel now, isn't he? He could do. He's got previous. He knows that this child can defend itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to Yeah. Do. Or can you imagine just, like, the heat that Jack Perry would get? Like, you're my real father now. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's so But awful. I tell you what I also really like. Imagine if that child had got, on the receiving end of something by accident from mm. Rob Van Dam. Mm. Based on this promo, <laughs> could you imagine a little Van Terminator on Christian's what, what, daughter? One of the big leaps <laughs> from the top rope into the crowd. Perry's just like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, I feel like based on this promo, Christian wouldn't mind because yeah, he, yeah. he really bantered his child off. It was mm. so good. Yeah, his daughter sort of said, can I hold the belt now? Yeah. And Christian's like, no, you well, didn't win it. Specifically, he just looked at her and went, did you win this belt? <laughs> Which is like great parenting. Really teach your child that it's only if you win a belt do you get to hold it. And he didn't even win it, did he? He won it for Luchasaurus. Yeah, good point. Thank you. Uh, and then he told her to go away, stand with her mother, <laughs> and then shouted for security to escort her from the Because she didn't have the proper credentials. <laughs> this is goat stuff. Brilliant. Uh, then we got Metalik versus Jay White. The Bang Bang Gang are out in full force. Oh, they're on commentary because as well. Because boys are on commentary, they brought their own headsets. Hug <sighs> Nigel McGuinness. Uh, cardboard cutouts with them as well. Uh, Juice is just cocaine at ringside. <laughs> yes. It's just pure embodied co- cocaine. Just at one point, Metalik's on the ground and he screams at him. Like on the floor, like, ah! <laughs> I still think he's screaming Ricky. You know, after the Ricky right. starts it, Ricky! <laughs> I just hear that when he talks. It's sensory overload time once again. Metally got a good bit of shine near the end. That's mm. how moonsault to the outside was beautiful. But Jay White rightfully won the match. Yeah. No hassle, Blade Runner. Good way for him to still be in top form after the program with Bullet Club with <laughs> the FTR. Yeah, I thought it was good. I I love the Bang Bang Gang. No, I love I love the work, but I don't love the noise. We got another crazy announcement of matches. Hardys and Bucks on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. All right. And just, Lucha Bros versus it. the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Great. 
Um, Anna Jay and Shida will also be having a match. Anna Jay put over that Shida was actually her first ever opponent mm. in AEW, which is interesting. She was a rookie for our whole year. And the main event was CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Long match, good, but it felt like a good like 20-minute yeah. main event style match. Um, with Ricky Steamboat coming out to Game of Thrones <laughs> graphics, graphics on his yeah, Tron. Yeah, that's true, it was that. I was like, is this... I know House of Dragon is a thing, but this feels like eight Ricky years Jakara ago. Ricky Steamboat, yeah. yeah. Well, they mean, uh, they also do Winter is Coming. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, this... Yeah. this com- Tony Khan is a massive Thrones fan. Uh, and Succession as, uh, as well, apparently. Ricky Stark. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Ross was also back here. I didn't realize how much I missed him. Yeah, he came was, out for the main event. Yeah, really nice, and he was on really good form. Mm. Um, and he he had obviously struggled on uh, the first time he was on television yeah. because of the fall he'd had, and he's always had a, a bit um, kind of an up and down experience. I think on a lot of uh, it becomes a little bit of a shame to see the, the old dog. He gets grumpy. Yeah, yeah. He was in good form yeah, tonight, and this it was, was good really jail. nice to see. And, and Steamboat, when he made his entrance, walked yeah. around, hugged JR. Yeah. And I thought, you are so turning heels. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> now you've said it. I'm like, they really did feed it. But it was also really nice. Yeah. It was a really nice Turns moment. Turns out some things can just be wholesome. Starks comes down. He's a heel, I'd say. I'd say he's a 90% heel. Yeah. And then Punk comes out. That is a split crowd. For seeing Punk. <laughs> that was... I mean, it sounded like more boos to me than mm. it did cheers, but boos are louder than mm. cheers in general. Um, and then when the, the the lyrics kicked in, they did start singing along. He did the it, and everyone screamed clobber in time. It was because when Roman Reigns called comes out, we our hands yeah. up. We enjoy that. We like being involved. Rick Abani called punk controversial. <laughs> it's casual. Which is the Cena, the Cena line back in the day. What did he say that a lot? Yeah, it's like, oh, is it getting a controversial reaction? You either die a hero mm. or you live long enough to see yourself become Super Cena. Well, that's that's what I really hope they start to lean into. Yeah. The punk, through his own, you know, dickish actions backstage, mm. has got himself into a position where he is 2010, 2011 mm. Cena reactions. That's interesting. Because I, I mean, we'd had JR saying like he's the champ until somebody beats him, all the stuff we talked about, the ref holding the belt, mm-hmm. the, the sort of, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too a little bit with this belt, they're sanctioning it. It's not official, but it says it and they make graphics and he can defend it. <laughs> and it's, it's, so is it sanctioned or not because they have to sign the matches. So, but like, I think it would be effective if, if they acted as it was completely illegitimate, it would lean into that pick your poison thing. Because when Punk comes out, you can decide however you want. Yeah, yeah. He, and he plays into that. Like, he, he is behaving in ways that could be heel, could be face. Mm-hmm. And so you do what you want. And I really like it. It really works for me. I like it too, yeah. It, it does feel a bit like that 2009 mm. uh, several month heel term for mm. Punk in, in the Hardy feud. Yeah. Where he, he was a lot more overtly healed there yeah. but he was it was a slow burn of a turn mm. it was great um on the oh, i was gonna say something about the x the title what was it i don't know what i wasn't was it, there Dan? do you want to check your emails from cm punk and see if you what is was it, it about tell me? the legitimacy was it about oh no you said uh as soon as someone beats him yeah samoa jo- oh no he beats samoa joe yeah right so maybe that's for the real world title as well maybe oh well in. yeah I'd, I'd rather it wasn't but yeah uh, having Steamboat there as an outside enforcer effectively mm-hmm. guarantees a ref bump. 
Yes. And that's what we got. Well, I, I would say the crowd reactions, by the way, were let's go Ricky CM Punk. Which is not Super Cena, is it? Mm. Because that was all let's go Cena, mm. Cena sucks. It was all on one person. This is much better because you're getting over the person you're against. Uh, at SummerSlam, I, it, it took me by surprise, actually. The initial chance for the main event were let's go Roman. Roman sucks. Mm. Not let's go Roman. Let's go Jay. Or let's I, go Jay Roman sucks. Yeah, oh, wow. and in that moment, I thought, "Ooh, people aren't cheering for Jay. Yeah, they're booing Roman. Mm. Maybe Jay isn't the person to win the belt right now." Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was, it's, it's really it's <coughs> interesting to hear how the crowd responds to give you as a a writer or as a booker mm -hmm. a cue what is and isn't working, and that's why I think this is working because it's because it yeah. is even. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the match. I, I thought it was a great match. Mm. Uh, Punk's midsection was worked over. He sold that a lot. A lot of really good counters, um, particularly, uh, what was the really good one? The running knee. Punk's patented running knee into the corner. Yeah. Ricky Powerbomb out the corner. Oh. That was good. Uh, this is awesome chant. The crowd sounded really great. Mm. You get, it feels like a Saturday night crowd, They're which is it. different from a... Wednesday night, I've yeah. got work tomorrow. Yeah, morning. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I can, I can do it. Also, um, it's it's kind of carrying on that whole collision thing of having a great opening match and a great, mm. a great headliner. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Ricky accidentally bumped the referee. Of course, he did. Mm. Went for the pin with his feet on the ropes. I don't understand why, because he just knocked out the referee. Well, yes. Finish the match, and then we'll talk about it. And then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat stopped Ricky Starks. In that pinning combination, Punk rolled up Starks and then Steamboat took way too long to get into the ring yeah. and then make the count for what's meant to be a surprise roll-up. Yeah. I don't think surprise roll-up finishes work if so much time elapses where it is no longer a surprise and you can regain Especially when your you're functions. lying there and you're wriggling yeah. and it looks a bit silly. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of this kick-out. <laughs> um, like, do you think you just couldn't get... On the on the remote on the controller, well, couldn't was, get it in yeah, the kickout bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was a, a shame. It was a bit clunky, but I, I like I liked it as an end uh, because what it then facilitated was something really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to say that, and then I'll tell you what my whole thought. Well, what happened was. after that was Punk got the win, uh, and then Starks pushed Steamboat into Punk. Punk took a bump outside. Stark starts to beat up Steamboat. Mm -hmm. This is South Carolina. That is sacrilege. Mm -hmm. And also there's, you know, last time we saw Steamboat really in the ring. Out, no, he never did the Ric Flair retirement match. So it was that that Nexus stuff. Yeah. And you're always like, oh my God, he's. it could be very bad if he gets injured. Yeah. So Ricky also, starts he's one to, of the most honorable men in the history of pro wrestling. Don't know if I mentioned that. No, they, yeah. you know, it was very quiet. He gets the belt out. He's whipping him. Yeah. People are big, mega heat for this. Mm -hmm. And then Punk makes a save and lobs a chair up the ramp mm. so far, I swear it actually hit Ricky <laughs> yeah. as Starks was running away. Yeah. I think Starks was walking out, and he was like, no, nah, that, that chair's not going to... Oh, my God, it's coming right at me! <laughs> Turns out Punk's got some arm strength on him. <laughs> yeah, and that was a uh, yeah, good angle to get Punk cheered. Mm. And, crucially for me, a real full-throttle commitment to Starks's. Mm. heal now because there was we we talked about it when it first happened that maybe it was like a is is it healy or is yeah. it just you know he took the opportunity then he did it again um and what happened here was you had him go for 
a, a thoroughly foolish use the ropes because uh, not only was the ref down there was an enforcer on the outside mm-hmm. to make sure that you didn't do this but it's worked for him a few times so he's doing it again and Ian is on commentary saying like if you want to win don't cheat um, and which is kind of this whole thing of like maybe he was a young uh, he got excited by winning the Owen like it's really given him this inflated yeah. sense of self yeah. and he's still cheating and he's a little bit and Ian's like here's a cautionary tale here's a lesson to mm. learn cheating doesn't work trust in yourself and then the response to that was, no, I'm going to take Ricky Steamboat's own belt and I'm going to whip the ever-living crap out of him, which is the most heel thing that you could possibly do. It was vicious. And then he goes up the ramp and he's wearing it around his neck like a chain. And it was a real commitment to going full dick, right? Good for him. He went full dick. He went full dick. So I really liked it as an angle. Not only All to- in on the dick. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um... Yeah, like to have, as you say, Punk get some good, mm. you know, babyface material to add to his I've been a babyface in the past. I'm I'm continuing to draw this line, picky poison. But you don't get to pick your poison on Ricky Starks. Ricky mm. Starks is full heel. I think that's really effective. I think Ricky Starks is best as a heel. Mm. I think he's great at it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to Ricky. I think the CM Punk stuff is is bubbling away nicely as well. Like you said earlier, though be nice to get a bit more focus and direction yeah. as opposed to all these things that might happen or Samoa Joe call really, outs. It's, it's a really weird thing to have <clears> this <throat> problem when you know this stuff is on the calendar for a yeah. really long time. Yeah. To have all of these potential storylines for one person. Overall, I'll probably give this show 73%. We all have our own uh, like rating now. You've mm. got your percentages. Luke has his stars. I've decided to just go with a basic thumbs up. Cool. Thumbs up, mid down if it's really good i'll give it two this was a thumbs the roger up. eber yeah yeah big time okay Uh, before we get into our remaining no mega chats let's say a big thank you to our wonderful pledge hammers on patreon yes you can share mine if you want no no i get it you do, the, you do the launch bit. Go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk where you can get your own shout-outs on this very show and a wrestling nickname, along with loads of exclusive content, like mine and Luke's WrestleTalk Extra series, where we review classic pay-per-views. What's this one? Oh, I can't remember. I don't think it's going to be hard justice, though, which uh, is what we were rooting for. The TNA trifecta. But thank you very much to the $100 man, C.D. Horver. To Double L, Liam Leonard. Have an argy-bargy, margy-pargy. The Matt Man, Matthew Allen. Superkick, Nick Mazesco. Abominable, Michael Abbott. I don't know why I was clapping. No, so I, I've just stopped yeah. that. Uh, I think it's important <laughs> that we did. Ryan Disco, Stuart. Thomas, the prize hooker, Solarzano. Where there's a will, there's a Will Campbell. He can last Sean for longer than you. Starbucks. I'm uh, not finished. In the ring. Starbucks, Stephen Costa. I've met him. <laughs> Shield Maiden, the Zornice. Thank you very much, everybody there. Um, let's have a look at our final No Mega Chats. Bizarro Big L says, I don't think Cole or MJF is going to turn it all in. I think Roddy Strong is in the kingdom now and he is pissed. And going forward, I have a feeling AEW is bringing in MJF's buddy to even the odds. The new dynasty with Richard Holiday. Hashtag 
Blimphausen Allen. All in. Blimphausen all in. <laughs> it's, an, it's a I hard thought, one to read. I thought it was like Darby Allen. Yeah. No, yeah, that's it could be. Probably Darby isn't. should be doing so he should be like this na- this yeah. show is named after me. He's right. I'm there. Darby all in. <laughs> um It's not really his character. I um I I'm with you. I was I posted a little thread of like I like that it's basically turning into a detective story in real time. It's like who's going to be the one to do it in mm. in which room with what weapon? Like <laughs> who's going to turn on who? And I like the idea that actually it's Brody is pissed because your mate ditched you for someone yeah, else and you yeah. weren't supported. Like I like that. That works for me. Uh, Nick Smith. Does CM Punk cost Adam Cole the match at All In? Solidifies his heel turn, sets up feud with MJF to unify belts, keeps Cole and MJF friends. Maybe he does it because he knows he can beat MJF and would rather face him than Cole. Oh, I don't like that at all, I'm afraid. (laughs) That's a very polite way of saying stop it. Um, Why not? Because uh, I think you you don't want to undermine anyone. Uh, by saying, I want to face you, the world champion, Mm. because you're easier to beat than this guy. Um, I don't think Punk should be involved in that storyline at this stage. Mm -hmm. I think MJF and Cole should be a face versus face, show of respect, better man wins story by Mm. the end. I don't really want any shenanigans there. I agree with you. I think for me, the second someone beats Punk or Cole for the title that isn't Sorry, Punk or MJF for the title that isn't either of them. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. Right. The storyline here is MJF is the person who became champion after Punk was stripped of the belt. Punk thinks he was unfairly stripped of the belt. No one beat me, so I'm still the champion. I, I left with this belt. Mm-hmm. It's still mine. You've got a different one because you've got a different strap on it. The second either of them no longer holds the belt, even if they get yeah. it back, that storyline is, yeah. is over. So leave it be. Meeson. I think it would be uh, of may it, it would have made more sense if MJF says to Cole, "I will give you your title shot after I beat Punk at All In." Cole could then accidentally cost MJF for the title, leading to a triple threat at All Out, where Cole and MJF clothesline Punk for an MJF win. I mean, that's a nice idea—the <coughs> clothesline in a triple threat. But then yeah. you you wouldn't let MJF win it, like yeah. if you're Adam Cole. Like so that that's an interesting wrinkle storyline-wise as well. Yeah, um, I don't think I think MJF and Cole is its own thing. I would add in CM Punk later, and that's that's what I'm talking about having it simmer elsewhere, especially if they're on different shows. Like yeah. if MJF never really shows up on Collision, you have them mention each other without ever crossing paths. Mm. WH, I like that MJF has yet to acknowledge Punk. It mirrors Punk's initial refusal to acknowledge MJF when he first came to AEW. That's a great point. Uh, his direct quote was: "The last thing I wanted to do was feed your rotten little ego." And MJF will 100% throw that back at him. That is the first thing I've read or heard that makes me go, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Ever. Uh, ever in my life. About specifically MJF not saying anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lilazy. Do you guys think if Jade came back at either All In or All Out would give the women's division a spark? Uh, no. I don't think I, I because I don't think it got a spark when she lost the belt. I think I think who who it's not once again it's not the talent. The talent yeah. is there in abundance. The talent. I mean, we had Willow and Athena at ROH in the main event, and they they did a great job. The talent themselves are great. It's the booking. Yeah. It's the people who put the matches together, who write the storylines, who see the women's division as a mild attraction alongside a cruiserweight match or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, you got to have your women's match in there rather than seeing them as just a thing to to put in the show to compete on their own merit. Adding and taking away from the 
the roster isn't the problem. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Elm Termez uh, seems to have another very cryptic long chat, but thank you very much <laughs> for, for the donation now. I'll read it out. OMGs, The Wrestle Talk. Thank you so much for talking The Wrestler. I am in the walls. Uh, and Mod says it gets weirder from here. <laughs> <clears throat> Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog. A mama cooked a breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl. I want to, you know. Hooked it up for later as I hit the do, thinking, will I live another 24? Happy Monday's Wrestle Talk, watching live from... How do you how do you like in your pasta? I'm at like it with the sun dried tomato and mushroom on VHS. Well, that don't make no kind of sense, but it <laughs> sure was entertaining. Yes, uh, and Liam Leonard, member for 23 months in a row now, double L. Some big matches for all in. Can't wait for it. Hope you two have been well. Jam that jam. Thank you very much, Liam. We have jam been. your jam. Um, yes. Well, thanks very much, everybody, for watching here today. Uh, I've been Ollie Davis. That's been Dan Layton. Mm -hmm. Go and watch the Rest of Talk News channel. Check the poll. For thank you. Oh, Jenna shouts at me if I forget. <laughs> There's the even a big in red. It says check the final poll. The overall collision rating is two percent thumbs down. That's nothing. Eleven percent mid and eighty-five percent thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, equating to their maths fans, ninety-eight percent positive. Where's the other 2%? No, no, there's, there's, some, there's none accounted for. Oh, <laughs> this happens a lot. Yeah. And sometimes we get over 100%. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you very much, everybody. Blah, 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 blah. Subscribe. <laughs> Hit the credits. Are you sure? Okay. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.